yo, 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 welcome to the show, this is Chris to Chris, comedy advice to fix your life. I am your host, Chris, joined in the studio today by my producer, audio engineer, best friend in the whole wide world. Mike is in the building, say hi, Michael. Hey, what's up? Hey, Mike, what's up? What's up indeed? Uh, you guys might know me from YouTube. Chris vs. The World is my comedy channel. Laser Lemming is my gaming channel. Uploaded.com is my website that brings them all together like one great big happy family. Don't forget, do not forget, please, if you forget anything, don't make it one of these things. Do not forget that you can subscribe to this show, Chris to Chris, for new episodes every single Friday. We have a new episode of this podcast every single Friday going on Several weeks in a row. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about a lot of things. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Podcast Republic, anywhere podcasts are sold for free. We are there. And we have a great show for y'all today. Today we are talking about celebrating our freedom as a country. We're also talking about stupid ID laws as a country. We're also talking about PlayStation Plus changes, Google Maps shenanigans, otter sounds, and a lot of listener questions. Stick around, folks. Let's get into it. Last week, Mike and I survived a bomb spoiler alert if you haven't listened to last week's episode last week mike and i survived a bomb mike was a little shook by the whole situation and believe me that's understandable mike i understand you i managed to convince him to come back by promising him a nice letter of recommendation and uh he did insist i pay him for this episode and you will see why mike if you play your cards right not only will you get that letter of recommendation i might even take you to dinner one day how's that sound buddy Oh, you know what? Forget it. Don't answer that. Guess what? Guess what, Mike? This is a very special episode. As I alluded to earlier, we've made several of these now. This is our 40th episode of Chris to Chris. We've been doing this for 40 years. 40 years? 40 weeks. 40 weeks we've been doing this. Man, when you say it as 40 years on accident, just like that, you kind of realize that 40 weeks isn't that long of a time. How long is 40 weeks, Mike? How long? How many minutes? Can you really add that? Can you really quantify 40 weeks? How many minutes are in 40 weeks? You know, 60 seconds times uh, 60 minutes in an hour? There's no point in even trying to calculate that. That is an impossible equation. I'm losing track here. All I'm saying is we've been doing this for 40 weeks, which is a great deal, which is a great deal of time, which is a great accomplishment in our own right. Baby steps. But not only is this our 40th episode, we are also celebrating Independence Day this week as a country, the United States of America, which our founding fathers like to call the 4th of July. That's what they insisted. They said, you know, this is our Independence Day, but we insist 200 years from now, 300 years from now, you call it the 4th of July or the 4th for short. They said call it the 4th. So this episode is releasing on the 5th, Friday the 5th of July, because every episode tends to release on a Friday. And that makes me kind of nervous because I feel like everyone is over it. Everyone's over the whole freedom ain't free thing by uh, the, the 5th of July. People are kind of ready to move on. They're ready to, to move on to, to greener pastures. You know, like, like mid-July and August. Nothing happens. Nothing happens in those months except blockbuster movie releases. But those happen every July and August. So I feel like everybody's over it on the 5th of July, but I hope I hope you still have a little bit of uh, freedom-loving left in you because uh, we're going to make this a very special episode. I want you guys to stick around to uh, watch the first ever 
fireworks show on an audio podcast. I assume it's the first ever, because I don't think anybody's ever done this before. We're going to call it the Christochris Fireworks Spectacular. So stay tuned. It should be fun. But in the meantime, we have to move on to our tip of the week. All right. This is just between me and my 8 billion potential listeners. I am about to have a birthday, which means I am one year closer to my driver's license expiring. I also moved a while back, and my address is not updated on my new license, which sucks. It sucks. On top of that, I live in California, which is a state that loves to squeeze every dime you have, every chance they have. And we willingly vote for it. Every couple of years, we said, oh, there's a new, there's a new uh, bill on the ballot for me to screw myself over? Well, well, hand me that flyer. Hand me that ballot. I would love to screw myself over. Yes, please raise my gas taxes. Yes, please raise my rent. And so, uh, yeah, we have these new things called the California Real IDs. And these are pretty much a fancy new ID that is now required if you want to fly outside of California or, you know, just be slightly less harassed by law enforcement. You get pulled over a cop, you say, well, this isn't isn't a real ID. How do I know that you are the real you? Yeah, I'm really excited about this real ID. It's also a great way, of course, for California to generate more income. Hey, 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 you want to you fly outside this country? You, you got to get this real ID. It's, it's due by, like, October 2020. That's coming right up. That's coming right up. 2020 is like a sneeze away. My wife's ID expired just recently, so she had to get a real ID. And the damn thing is a cheap piece of shit, frankly, bluntly speaking. Her picture is the best picture I have ever seen on any ID or license. You know how uh, licenses and uh, IDs are notorious for having or representing the worst possible picture of you they could find. My wife managed to, to luck out on this one, and she has a wonderful picture on her ID. She's been complimented multiple times. Beautiful woman, right? But the card is paper thin. The actual ID itself is paper thin. The damn thing is designed to wear out and tear on you. I swear it, okay? And I'm sure there's a a fine or a fee to replace it. Oh, yeah, yeah, Your, your ID wore out because you used it, because you pulled it out of your wallet to show somebody? Well, sorry, that's just the way it was designed. Uh, that would be another $60, please. Anyway, off the soapbox here. My, my license expires, I think it expires next year. I hope it expires next year. Because I don't want to deal with this this month. So my ex- my license probably expires next year. But I figure that if I ever need to flee the country, you know, go to Mexico for any kind of nefarious reason or something, it might be nice to make it across the border with as little hassle as possible. I don't want to flee to Mexico in the back of a trunk if you, if you catch my drift. I'd like to drive in there peacefully and then spend the rest of my life as a recluse in hiding. So, I need a real ID. And, of course, that I also have to update my address. I have to update my address because <sighs> everything's a pain in the ass. Everything is a pain in the ass. So, I gotta update my address. I gotta get a real ID. I might as well murder two penguins with the same pebble, you dig? 
Anyway, getting that real ID is a, a big pain in the ass. I think I just said that a lot. My, my wife had to, to bring her current license with her in order to get the real ID, but she also had to bring her, her birth certificate, two paper bills with her name on it, even though every business is going paperless these days, so it's practically impossible. And she also had to bring a blood sample, a newspaper from the day she was born, and about six letters of recommendation from teachers that might not even be alive anymore. So now it's my turn to get one of these stupid IDs, and I can't find my birth certificate to save my life. I can't. I just had it the other decade ago. And I can't find it now. I've looked all over, no luck. No luck. Turned over every rock, pebble, and stone. No luck. At this point, I'm not even sure I was ever born. I'm having a, a Bruce Willis moment where I'm realizing I've been talking to the kid from uh, The Sixth Sense and nobody's ever really noticed me except that kid. So this week's tip is to never, ever lose your birth certificate. Don't do it. You're screwed. You are absolutely screwed. Otherwise, the state might label you unsafe to fly for no f***ing reason. No f***ing reason. Uh, let's see here. Let's move on to uh, something else, something happier, like a, a little thing we like to call Video Game Corner. Sony is backtracking on their PlayStation Plus offerings for the month of July. And if you guys don't know what PlayStation Plus is, it is Sony's attempt at wringing free money out of you for the privilege to play games online. You know, something that you used to be able to do for free on the PlayStation 2 and the PlayStation 3 and the Wii and the GameCube. <laughs> the GameCube to a very lesser extent. Anyway, they sold Microsoft, was making money hand over fist with Xbox Live. Also, you know, just some bullshit free money. Bullshit excuse to charge you for something that people have been playing for free on PC for decade plus at that point. A decade plus. I know how to grammar. I know how to English. Anyway, PlayStation Plus is not just a great extortion method. They do offer you something beyond the, the chance to do something you did for free years ago, to their credit. They Trojan horsed it a little bit, and they said, hey, you know what? We're not monsters. We understand. We're going to offer you some free games. And when I say free games, imagine me putting up the biggest finger quotations possible. They're not free if you're paying $60 for a year for it. And if you're in another country, you're paying the even more... Uh, outrageous price, whatever it is. They're constantly raising the prices of these things. So somebody says, you know what? Okay, we're going to charge you to play online for no damn reason. This is peer-to-peer. -peer. We're not using servers. It's peer-to-peer. -peer. It's your own internet connection. You're, the Sony is charging you for the privilege to access your own ISP. That's what they're doing. But they're not monsters, okay? They said, okay, on top of that, we're going to give you two free games a month. Two free games a month. And these free games only cost you 60 bucks. So this month, they offered a game called Horizon Chase Turbo, which was like an indie racing game, kind of a throwback to the old arcade racing games from the, the late 80s, early 90s. And a game called Pro Evolution Soccer 2019. Now... A lot of people are, to be blunt, little bitches when it comes to indie games. You know, they, they don't want to play anything unless it has a huge, giant budget. It needs to be in the millions, bare minimum. It needs to have 
great 3D effects, great graphics. Uh, it could it could be a terrible game, and it could it could have the most screw you mechanics, full of microtransactions, loot boxes, what have you. But as long as the budget is big and it looks pretty, people don't mind taking one for the team. And because they they love these games so much, the big budget games, these people will throw a shit fit anytime an indie game gets announced for PlayStation Plus. But this month, Sony made a big mistake by offering an indie game and a soccer game to Americans, all in the same month that we're celebrating our freedom with Independence Day. And Americans might not always get the same games as Europeans or Japanesians, but generally there's some overlap. And Pro Evolution Soccer was the big game this month. And if you don't follow U.S. politics, soccer is not a very popular sport out here. Now, before you jump down my throat and stab me to death, I'm not saying that nobody likes soccer in America. Nobody likes football in America, if you will. People do. There's some pockets of popularity. But it's, it's not the same as your NFL's or your NBAs or your MLBs. They, our, our, our football has helmets and has commercials every 45 seconds. So it's just not the same to us. So, so the fans weren't happy about this news overall, right? They complained, they complained, they complained, they complained. And this week, Sony announced that Pro Evolution Soccer 2019 will no longer be one of the free games available on PlayStation Plus. Instead, they will offer Detroit Become Human, which also comes with the game Heavy Rain. And if you're not familiar, these games are more like interactive stories than they are like video games. You're not jumping on any, on any uh, Bowser heads. You're, you're more like picking through dialogue trees, and uh, the dialogue is not always good. Anyway, the point is that now everyone is pissed off. You know, some people were really excited to have an old soccer game, and now that they're not getting it, they're pissed off. I read a comment from one guy, actually. <laughs> he said that he was pissed because when Sony said Pro Evolution Soccer was coming to PlayStation Plus this month, he's like, well, I already own this game on the disc, so I'm about to get it for free on digital. I'm going to sell the game on the disc and make some change, you know, make a few bucks. And so he sold it, and now Sony said, ah, never mind, never mind. And now he's, he's shit out of luck for his uh, Pro Evolution Soccer fix. And he's not the only one that's unhappy. Other people aren't happy because they don't like these story-driven games from Quantum Dream. That's the name of the developer. Personally, I don't care either way. I don't care either way. I'm not a big soccer guy. In fourth grade, I was on a soccer team that was called the Blue Devils. And my mom was not a big fan of that name. She, she did not want her son to be a devil, let alone on a team of devils. But I also don't care too much about Quantum Dream games. I've tried to get into them. I have. And I think I now have gotten them all for free <laughs> on PlayStation Plus. Quote, unquote, for free. Don't forget those quotation marks. But I can't get into them. I can't get more than maybe an hour or so into these things. I'll try again, though. I'll try again with Detroit Become Human. I'll try again with Heavy Rain. I couldn't get into Beyond Two Souls, and I tried. I'll try again one day. Moral of the story here is to bitch your heart out until nobody is happy. And just to add a little asterisk to this uh, story, 
Sony changes change, change, change these games. They swapped out Pro Evolution Soccer for uh, Detroit. But it's not necessarily because people were bitching. It could have been a licensing issue or whatnot. I just have to say that for legal reasons, maybe. I don't know. I don't want anything to ever stab me in the back, ever. Let's move on. Folks, don't go anywhere, because we are going to be doing our fireworks spectacular in just a bit. But first, hey Mike, guess what? Huh? I brought a little warm-up act. I brought some Roman candles for us to shoot at each other in the studio. Couldn't find any bottle rockets, but I figure these will hurt just as much. You want to shoot fireworks at each other inside. No, no, I'm not doing that. That's dumb. Well, Mike, I don't want to be the only one shooting fireworks at somebody here. You know, if there was somebody else here to gang up on you with me, that would be okay. But I would look like a dick if I was just shooting Roman candles at you by myself, right? You know, we shouldn't let these things go to waste, so I'm just gonna... Oh, hey now! What the f***, dude? We are inside! Whoopsie-daisy! <laughs> okay, sorry about that, Mike. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah. Mistakes happen, buddy. Mike, just sit down. Remember, the door locks from the inside. <laughs> you haven't caught on to that yet. Okay, folks, uh, sorry about that. We're going to get to the real show in a bit. Mike, you will get over it. Uh, we're going to move on to a little thing we like to call the news. Google Maps decided to prank 100 people in Colorado last weekend. The local NBC9 News did a story about this woman named Connie Manzis. I think that's how you pronounce her name. It's really not much of a story. Uh, she's on the way to the airport to pick up her husband, and she's stuck in traffic. So she she does what she do. She asks the Google Maps chick if there's any detours that can get her there faster, right? Say, hey, this isn't working for me. I need to get there faster. So uh, if she stayed on the freeway, it would have taken her 47 minutes to get to the airport. But if she took the detour Google was offering her, it would cut her down to 23 minutes. And Connie's no fool. Connie is no fool. Connie values her time. So Connie took the detour. And apparently, Google took Connie and about 100 other drivers with the same idea to a dirt road to nowhere at some guy's farm. So this farm has a bunch of people that got stuck there because Google Maps told them that, hey, this would be faster. And apparently, it had recently rained like a day or two ago, so some of the cars were getting stuck in the mud. That dirt road was more of a mud road. And then, you know, Connie's a little bit further back, so she's not stuck in the mud. So this guy, he says, hey, my sister, she's stuck in the mud. Screw her, but I still need to get to the airport. You're going to the airport, right, Connie? Connie's like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to the airport. He's like, hey, can I have a ride? Yeah, I figured you'd ask me that. That's what she said, I'm assuming. And then some other guy or girl also wanted to go to the airport. So suddenly, Connie is now a free Uber. And that's all because she wanted to save 24 minutes of her life. Poor Connie. In total, this trip ended up being about two hours longer than it should have been. Actually, Google Maps has done me dirty a couple times in my life, too. One time... 
was uh, when my friends and I were driving around Redlands looking for a round table pizza. So I decided to be the hero and search for a round table on Google Maps on my phone. And Google says, hey, there is a round table about 10 minutes away. Cool. Awesome. Let's go. So we're driving around Redlands. And Google starts leading us into a really rich neighborhood. Lots of mansions. Lots of mansions. One guy, he's straight, one guy had a straight up skate park in the front of his house. And it wasn't a tacky looking house either. You know, you hear skate park in front of the house and you, you think of a pretty redneck area. That was not where we were. This was lots of greenery. And this is Southern California. Greenery is more of a rarity these days. So this guy had a straight-up skate park, and he had a big-ass American flag, and it was a nice-looking house. It might as well have been the White House. That's how I remembered it. Anyway, the further we're getting into the Beverly Hillbillies neighborhood, the less I'm thinking that there's a round-table pizza next to one of these mansions. Just had a hunch. And finally, Google said, You have arrived. And of course, there is no round-table pizza anywhere. Just a bunch of giant houses for rich people. You know, rich people need giant houses. Otherwise, they would run into the walls. So I look at my phone again. I'm like, what's up, Google? What's up? You're really screwing me here. And what happened was, I believe, was some rich jagoff named his house something like Knights of the Round Table. And he made it official on Google Maps. So Google said, hey, you're looking for a round table? Here you are at this asshole's house. So long story short, we didn't get any damn pizza that day. We didn't get any pizza. <sighs> All right, let's move on. Folks, Independence Day might be over this year, but here at Chris to Chris, we like to celebrate freedom all year long. That's why uh, Mike and I have set up uh, some very beautiful fireworks for our listeners to listen to this week. Mike, are we almost ready for the uh, fireworks spectacular? This is really stupid and nobody can see these on an audio show, dude. Yeah, it's going to be great, Mike. Guys, Mike is almost ready. I am paying him this week, as I mentioned. Uh, he refused to do this for free. Understandable, to be honest. Don't tell him I said that, but understandable. Uh, we, we can't record this show outside because all of our sound equipment and our computers are inside. And uh, we don't want to risk burning down the studio again. So we're going to play it safe, you know? We're going to play it safe and crack open a window and shoot the fireworks to the sky, pointing up. Should be good. Uh, looks like Mike is all done setting up over there. Mike, go ahead and let it rip, buddy. <laughs> we're doing it, buddy. We're doing it. We are shooting fireworks from our studio. People seem to like it. Oh my gosh. This is a first in podcast history. Guys, this is the Chris to Chris Fireworks Spectacular. Most podcasts would just tell you about their firework experience. But we wanted to celebrate freedom with you all year long. What beautiful colors. Oh, my. Oh! <laughs> you guys see that? No, you didn't see it, did you? No, you can't see it. That one's pink. 
That one's multiple colors, but you can't see that either. Jeez. Um, this... I don't want to say this because Mike is right here. But Mike might have been right. This might have been a dumb idea. I've been actually looking forward to our fireworks spectacular since before this podcast ever started. That is not a lie. But... The fact that you guys are just hearing pops doesn't really hit home as as much as I expected it to. They're they're very beautiful, but Mike looks mad. He might have gotten burned. And we're out of fireworks. That that, That literally cost over $500, and you guys couldn't see shit. All right, great. Uh, Shut it down, Mike. Shut it down. All right, um, okay. I hope you guys enjoyed our fireworks spectacular. Freedom isn't free and all that. Uh, let's move on to a listen, little listener thing, a little thing we like to call listener questions. Play a, play a theme, Mike. We don't, we don't have a theme yet. We, we should get a theme for listener questions. Mike, put that on our, uh, our notes, okay? <laughs> our notes. All right, we have a lot of great listener questions, and when I say a lot, I mean a lot. I think I said that last week, but we have a lot, and we're going to have fun with all of them, Okay. Yuli asks, if you had to imitate an emoji on your face for the rest of your life, which one would that be? Great question. But I would have to pick the winking face emoji because that way nobody would ever know if I'm serious or not, which is kind of how I like to keep things in general. And I can keep my left eye asleep while my right eye lives in eternity of torture and never blinking in pain in general. Ken asks, Did you see the new Jumanji trailer? Ken, I have not seen the new Jumanji trailer, and that's because the only Jumanji movie I've seen so far is the one that came out in 1912. What was it, 1912, 1994, something like that? Robin Williams was in it. Rest in peace, Robin Williams. Uh, No, I have not seen it. But that's only because I haven't seen the last Jumanji movie, and I don't want to be spoiled. I don't want to know whether or not the main character's from the last movie, have died. And it was a very popular movie, so I'm assuming all of the main characters died. So we'll see. I will watch the new trailer after I see the movie, which apparently I need to see the movie. I need to see it. It's a very popular movie. Devin asks, who is your least favorite actor? Haven't been asked that. Have not been asked that. I don't think I've ever been asked that. But my least favorite actor is definitely Tom Hanks, He just seems like a really unpleasant person that nobody ever has any good things to say about. I'm kidding. Tom Hanks just seems like a wonderful guy. I just watched a a video that's resurfaced of him, which is him at uh, some Sony event on stage. And he's just he's just giving Sony the business. It was around the time Angels and Demons came out and he just could not give a shit. He's just dragging Sony through the mud. And he, he pretty much says the only reason he's there is because Sony keeps putting it in his contract and he needs to show up at one of these events every year. And I'm sure they probably didn't make him do it again the next year. It, it's, it's good stuff. Maybe we'll link it on the uh, episode on upandloaded.com. That's our plug, upandloaded.com. It's our website. You should check it out. Anyway, to answer your question faithfully, I'm not 100% sure who my least favorite actor is. There's so many. But I think it's probably Alec Baldwin. And I don't have any specific malice against Alec Baldwin, but he just never really seems like he gives a damn. He doesn't, and not in a good way. 
He doesn't seem like he he's ever really present. Like he's just kind of playing Alec Baldwin. Like the characters that Alec Baldwin plays, I just kind of assume that's Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin is just kind of a a rich asshole that just doesn't care. And that's who he comes off as every time to me. Although, even though I don't really enjoy his acting very much, I do hope he's enjoying Christopher Chris because he is one of the 8 billion potential listeners to Christopher Chris. Nick, that's a new name. Nick is asking, can you imitate an otter noise for us? I'm going to I'm going to have an existential crisis here. Oh my gosh. Uh, Mike. Mike. I have no idea what an otter sounds like. How have I gone this long without hearing an otter? You know, have they been talking to me like at SeaWorld and I've just been refusing to listen? I am not the otter whisperer. I don't want to know what an otter sounds like until this episode goes up, until it goes live. We're going to do it live. We're going to just kind of wing it. And uh, I'm going to drink some water like an otter might do. Some water for the otter. Let's do it. Let's do it off off the top of the dome. This, Nick, is what an otter sounds like. You might not think that's what an otter sounds like, because uh, that was very, it was a very uh, markety kind of otter. But uh, my other impression that I was thinking was very much in the vein of the movie Us. Like, uh, what, what's her name? Red in the movie Us. I don't know if you guys have seen Us, but the otter would uh, be like, I am an otter. Yeah, I don't know. It seems kind of dark, and I doubt an otter actually sounds like that. Thanks for the great question, Nick. Hope you ask more. Yilly took note of Nick. She said, who is the new guy? Yilly, the new guy is named Nick. And uh, Nick is our resident otter lover, I assume. Otter lover or otter expert. He will, he will let us know, I'm guessing, whether or not my otter impression was accurate. I think it was. I think it was. One of those two was accurate. Ken asks, why did you record early this week? Ken it, Ken is referring to uh, the fact that we said we're recording early this week. And the reason, Ken, is because America's birthday made the mistake of celebrating on the same day that we normally record this show. And, luck would have it, I'm actually doing something on the day we record this show. So here we are. We have a little bit of a dilemma. I'm put on a grind. Somebody's put my head to the grindstone. And here we are. It's been more pressure than you can possibly imagine. Devin asks, he asked a great question here. He said, have you ever considered modeling? Wonderful question. Yeah, actually, yes. Yes, I have. I, I used to put together model cars and jets in the late 90s. With, uh, sometimes with my dad when he was still pretending to love me. And it was always the, that cheap plastic crap you'd get at an arts and crafts store. But uh, you just use like that, that permanent glue that could uh, get you high and wreck your brain. But I never went pro like uh, Tyra Banks, and I always regretted that. Thanks for the question, Devin. Yuli asks, if you could redo one episode of your podcast, 
which would it be? Episode 69, hands down. Now, we haven't made it yet, but I think we really crossed a line on that episode. Now, as far as episodes that we have already made, I would say I would redo episode one. It's called Bad Pilots for a Reason, right? Most shows start rough, and to be frank, Chris to Chris is no different here. And I honestly wouldn't mind it. I kind of like uh, the battle scars. I like showing the cuts and bruises because it shows how far we've progressed. This show is so much more advanced and special 40 episodes in. Not to diminish what we started as because you always have those, those early roots. And you know what? 40 episodes from now, I'm going to be thinking, I wasn't shit on episode 40. But right now, forget that. Forget I even said that. I want you to envision this show as just pure perfection. But the reason I would redo episode one because because I feel like I'm missing a, a verb there the reason I would redo episode one is because uh, I'm worried that it would turn off like anal retentive nerds that just have to listen to a show from the beginning and if you have to, have to listen to a show from the beginning I understand because to a certain extent I am that I want to listen to a show from the beginning but what I'm worried about is the people that have to listen to a show from the beginning but get turned off right away and don't want to listen to Chris to Chris anymore because in episode one, I'm explaining to them the purpose of a refrigerator about how it's used to keep food cold. You know, that might turn some people off. <laughs> might turn some people off. So thanks for the question. Ken asks, are you excited about the Evil Dead game? Ken, before you ask this question, I had not heard that a new Evil Dead game was coming out. And now, thanks to the power of Google surveillance, that is the only thing I'm seeing online. Just news stories being popped up in my feed about this Evil Dead game that's not going to be VR, even though Bruce Campbell kind of hinted that it might be. Uh, he, he apologizes for the confusion, but it's still going to be great. I don't think there's any footage of this game available yet, at least not to the public, but if Ash is excited about it, then so am I. Okay? Give me that fistful of boomstick. Devin asks, What must babies do? Devin, a baby's gotta do what a baby's gotta do. I actually just spent, a couple days ago, I just spent about 20 minutes explaining to my wife why Rugrats had a huge tonal shift after season three. And maybe if you guys are lucky, I can drag that 20-minute explanation out over the next 10 episodes or so. You know, episode 50, I, I end that paragraph. Gilly asks, how do you feel about absolutely nothing? I see something secretive in this question, Gilly. I see some kind of hint here. There's something going on. There's layers to this question that are not being addressed. But Yuli, I've never been more excited about absolutely nothing in my entire life. So don't disappoint me. Ken asks, what is your favorite color? I don't believe I've ever been asked this question. You know, such a simple yet beautiful question has finally been asked to me on Crystal Chris. Ken, my favorite color is wind. Ken follows up. He says, if you could paint with all the colors of the wind, what would you paint? Huh. Ken, I would paint 
the wolf crying to the blue corn moon. And maybe just for fun, I'd ask the grinning bobcat why he grins. That's what I'd do. Devin asks, why do moms refer to their kids by their middle names when they get in trouble? That's the classic question, isn't it? Why do moms refer to their kids by their middle names when they get in trouble? I got that from my dad a lot, too. When I believe that middle names were invented solely to rattle off after you got in trouble, right after your first name. It would be a lot more impactful if I said my, my full name here, but for legal purposes, I won't do that. There was a guy, do you guys remember the commercial where the guy said, that is my social security number. It was like a like a identity protection company and there's a truck driving around the city with a social security number on it and he had a bullhorn and he's saying, that's my real social security number. And I'm pretty sure after that, his identity totally got stolen and he probably regrets that commercial. Anyway, uh, middle names. I believe that they were invented uh, solely to signify just how much you screwed up. If you heard your middle name, you screwed up. And the only time I ever heard my middle name was when my parents were pissed off. I never heard my middle name in a positive context. Never. Never. Kind of gives you a, a reverse Pavlov's dog effect. You guys know Pavlov's dog. It's like a refrigerator that keeps things cold. Pavlov's dog is uh, a story about uh, Pavlov. I think he was a scientist and his dog. He, he would uh, give his dog a little treat every time he rang a bell. And so... Every time he rang a bell, his dog's mouth would salivate, even if he didn't give him a treat. So it's the Pavlov's effect. Is that what it's called? The Pavlov's dog effect? Something like that. So every time I hear my middle name, I have the opposite effect. I'm, I'm not salivating. I'm embracing, or I'm, I'm, I'm bracing, not embracing. I'm bracing to be hit by somebody, you know? If I hear my middle name, I kind of, I kind of uh, what's the word? Uh, I, I have a reaction. There's, there's a word, and I'm running out of grammar today, clearly. I need more, uh, more liquid for my, my tongue. I don't like that out of context. I need more water. Yuli asks, Have you ever had a dream you recorded an episode of Chris to Chris and then woke up and you hadn't yet? That's a good question. Uh, most of my dreams, this is not a lie, most of my dreams involve some sort of life or death situation, usually. So I haven't actually dreamt about recording an episode of this show. But I have woken up on many a Thursday thinking it's Friday and then realizing I was wrong. And I still need to go to work and then record an entire episode after I get off work. On top of that, I have to go to work another day after that. Minimum. You know, unless I'm dreaming right now. In which case, the answer to your question is yes. Yes, I have. Devin asks, have you ever been sued or threatened with a lawsuit? Great question. Great question. I have yet to be sued, but if anyone were ever to sue me, I would get the best ambulance chasing dog bite lawyer that money could buy. You know, never settle for the best when you can have the rest. That's what I say. Yilly asks, how much time are you wasting on these questions? Yilly, everyone, I'm spending more time answering these questions than I ever have before. This week, I tallied it up, and I think we, I answered about 17 questions, which might be a record for us on this show. Might be a record for us. This is getting to infeasible territory. Unfeasible? Infeasible? Non-feasible? You know, if we get 
one question in one episode, if we get one question from 8 billion people all around the world, I think my avatar chakra will finally open up and I will achieve inner peace and the podcast will be complete. Until then, though, who knows? You know, if my avatar chakra doesn't open up, maybe I will just become too much of a big shot to answer every question. But I don't see that happening anytime soon. Anytime soon. I like to make sure that my stutters are highlighted so that I never do them again. In the meantime, uh, guys, I love these questions. I, I think these were some of our best questions we've ever gotten, and I had a blast. As always, you guys can ask us questions on our Facebook page, at Up and Loaded, U-P-N-L-O-A-D-E-D. We're also on Twitter. We're also on Instagram. I think we're going to put up an Instagram picture soon. You know, it's been a little bit. Let's do an Instagram picture. Mike, Mike, put that on my calendar. Instagram picture, Up and Loaded. You guys should put that on your calendar, too. Let's wrap this show up with some poll results. Why don't we? Last week, we asked, it was kind of a survey poll. We asked, how did you hear about Chris to Chris? And you know what? After I decided to do this, I realized how bad of an idea this poll was because I am constantly bitching about Facebook's poll options, which are practically non-existent. You now get only two options, and there's like a 25-character limit to each answer, which means you have to be really clever with the way you write things and by clever i mean minimalistic and stupid so uh you guys should definitely vote on our poll every week that's what i'm trying to get at so last week we asked how did you hear about chris to chris 40 percent of you said i heard about it because you wouldn't stop talking about it you won't shut up about it and 60 percent of you don't know what the show is you said chris to what now so thanks for those answers guys Thanks for participating in the poll. Uh, you guys can also, I don't know if you know this, but if you share the poll to your page, people will see it and we will still get the poll results. It's a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful thing and I highly encourage that you do it. I'm trying to get this show on the big screen, on the big headphones, if you will. I want everybody to be listening to the show. And if you're hiding this show from your friends, you're doing a bad job at making my dreams come true. This week's poll asks, what is the best part of Independence Day? I know Independence Day is over and you guys are over it, but freedom lasts all year long, folks, even if you're not free. So what is the best part of Independence Day? Vote on our poll at Up Unloaded. Of course, we have upunloaded.com where you can download this show, stream this show, share it with your friends. I feel like I've uh, worn out my welcome. This episode, I feel like it's getting on uh, annoying territory, but Mike will soothe me and calm me down and tell me I'm wrong. I'm wrong that you guys loved every second. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and all that jazz. We really appreciate it. We really appreciate positive reviews. Five stars are helpful in, you know, getting this show to the masses. Uh, we're trying to get to half a mil half a billion people. What did he say? Half a million, half a billion. I can't remember. Maybe we're trying to be a little bit more conservative with half a million by October. I'll have to uh, rewind to a few episodes back, like episode one or two, find out what our goal was, and we'll achieve it regardless of what it was. And if uh, I think I ran out of words, I, I had no ending to that sentence. But we're just trying to get there. We're just trying to get there. So go ahead and share it if you'd like. This has been episode 40 of Chris to Chris. You guys have been wonderful. 
do me a favor and enjoy your freedom patriotic weekend or else. Yeah.